0: you play to win the game you don't play to just play it morning out there everyone and welcome to an edition of fantasy football exchange i am your host john landon All right, guys and ladies and gentlemen out there, uh, welcome to this morning's episode. I am going to kick it off with some of this waiver review. Also, the six teams on a buy, I will throw those out there. That way you'll be able to remove any players that I mentioned off of your roster for this Sunday. All right, and we'll also go into some quick injury news. I'll just scan through the wire really, really fast. That way you know who's hurt, who may, a possibility, still give it a go. I will also give you that normal week show where it's the Thursday game preview. I will give you the stardom and sit Uh Of course, you already know if you've been listening to this show, I tell you each and every time that this sound here will represent the stardom uh, for the player of the game. Also, when you hear this sound, that indicates that it is a situm situation. All right, and those, those two sounds also play a different role as well in this show. Uh, the cash register soundbite represents the, I am gotten a a player predicted right for the week. So when we revisit on that show, I will let you know by that sound. And I also have no problems calling myself out. That is the enjoyment here about fantasy football. No one is perfect that you listen to out there. I know you know what I'm talking about. If you've looked around for fantasy football podcasts or fantasy football YouTube or anything like that, you understand most analysts are right and then they get them wrong and we get beat the hell up on the airwaves for it so it happens and I understand that is part of the game so each sound like this one will represent I got it wrong and I will let you know hey I screwed that one up guys I'm sorry we all thought maybe this is the player to play so hey things happen I might have messed it up myself and that is why my roster is suffering this year I have no clue why this has never happened in my uh 15-year fantasy football uh, career, 15 to 20 years I've been playing this game, guys. Uh, it's hard to even put into numbers out there. It just, it's been fun in my book. It's been something that I've enjoyed uh, for a very, very long time uh, between the friends and family and coworkers in my life. So, again, I am one in five this morning. <laughs> it does not feel normal to me. <laughs> Yeah, no one's feeling sorry for me on my squad. I've been on the top of the list with a number of my guys, uh, and this year has just not been the case. So no one's really feeling sorry for me except for myself. So I'm going to go ahead and not feel like a loser, and I'm going to go ahead and roll forward and try to conquer the next week at hand because we only want to be winners in this sport. In this show so ride with me and let's get this let's get these wins together these championships together uh to all my listeners out there so like I said and then at the end of the show uh I will involve that three pick um parlay with the DraftKings sports book all right so we all love that part of the show because uh, it's it's about having fun sitting back with your loved ones with your friends you know something to brag on Maybe win a little bit of money because that's what it's fun about. Uh, the DraftKings sports book uh, app—they make everything so live and at the moment. So, give it a give it a you know go check it out. And uh, you know, there's many a platforms out there, but this one is the more user friendly to myself. So, all right, let's kick that off with the uh, buys for the week. Let's knock that right out of here. Okay, that way you know who to remove from your lineup. So. Uh, how about the uh, Carolina Panthers? Yeah, there's a couple of players on there that that you're going to need to remove. A Hubbard this who just came on, Miles Sanders, right? So let's go ahead and remove any of those players. And then we got the uh, Houston Texans who have Damian Pierce that we want to, you know, remove out of our lineups. Uh, that is a name out there that, of course, is on a lot of rosters, uh, C.J. Stroud coming on, too, as of late. So there's a number of players for the Houston Texans in a lot of our lineup, so let's get those removed. All right, then we got the Tennessee Titans. I think they're previewing uh, more and more of Tyje Spears. That's why I hope you were able to grab him if you missed out on some of the top uh, waiver targets this week. So um, Tennessee Titans, please remove some of those. New York Jets, of course. Um, Garrett Wilson, Uh, just a number of players, Brees Hall, right? So let's remove some of those Jets from our lineups. Of course, I got a number of friends, family that are Dallas Cowboys fans, and as of myself, and we have a lot of these players on our roster, so let's go ahead and let's remove a lot of these Cowboys from these rosters, all right? Then we got the Cincinnati Bengals who have been, man, it's been rough watching them, am I right, guys? That thing here has just been a storm uh, with a Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, you know, always doing his thing, but Joe Burrow, what's happening, man? Uh, All right. So those are the teams that we want to remove out of our rosters for this weekend, uh, week seven. All right. Let's go ahead and let's visit the waiver wires uh, quickly. All right. The 10 to 12, the 14 to 16 and beyond the five that I gave you on the list. Uh, yesterday's on yesterday's episode Uh, so let's kick it off with number one that would be Gardner Minshew of course we're just learning that Anthony Richardson will be gone for the rest of the season all right he's he's gone with that shoulder Uh, we'll be having that surgery on it so Gardner Minshew is going to be able to take this offense as a vet not over the hump all right don't let's not get crazy and expect something that's not going to happen but this is great for myself as a Jonathan Taylor owner I feel like now it's the time to involve him more. I mean, I've been holding on to this man for the last uh, five weeks, and now I feel like a winner. my running back position has been taking a hit, as well as a lot of you guys, I'm sure, feel my pain. And if you have Jonathan Taylor sitting on your bench, and now you've been firing him up the last week, yeah, let's, let's look forward to that. All right, so... um, with Josh Dobbs, of course, I like the feet. That's what that's what that's what got me uh, going after him in one of my leagues because those foot cheat codes, man, they'll get you those five to six that most quarterbacks will not get you. A Derek Carr is not going to get you that. All right, a Derek Carr will not get you those five to six because he doesn't run, you know. So those are the kind of quarterbacks we're looking for just to get us for the over the hump for the week. If you had like a Dak Prescott or a Joe Burrow or something like that, you're looking for some kind of uh, spark. All right. So hopefully you grab Joshua Dobbs, Baker Mayfield. He's gone in a lot of places. He's still available in my league and a Tim. So I know he is there. All right. So if you're able to get Baker Mayfield to replace a CJ Stroud or, you know, possibly a Zach Wilson, who the hell has Zach Wilson at this point? Right. I know the hell I don't. So hopefully you don't either. Uh, But either way, he's a great replacement for one of these guys that's missing. Like I said, a Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow. Those are some major names missing uh, for this week's slate. So Malik Willis, like I said, um, Of course, they're on a bye this week, so this is not going to go into play. But, of course, when they come back, they've installed more offense around his skill set. So it might benefit him as a runner uh, moving forward. And, of course, they're going to have Tajay Spears, who is a quicker runner. And they're probably going to fade a little bit into the back, a little bit of the Derrick Henry experience here in Tennessee. They might move uh, Henry here pretty soon, in my opinion. Then you got Tyson Badgett for the Chicago Bears. Man, you got to be really, really in bad shape. This is probably a super flex move, but I still recommend him because there is DJ Moore, Cole Komet still on the team. So I believe that there is some weapons to go and throw it into the end zone. So if you are in a 14 and beyond, I wouldn't even throw him in a 14. Let's just go with a 16 and beyond for Tyson Badgett. All right. Then you then you throw him in there. Running backs. Uh, Zach Evans I was able to get him as a number one waiver order priority this morning no that is not cause for a clap that is actually a cause for a yeah that's how you should feel if you had the number one waiver wire priority this morning because that means you're doing horrible in your league like I am and i am not used to that i this is a this is a first time in my 20 year uh, fantasy, uh, football career of going through that. So, all right. So Zach Evans, I was able to snatch up. Hopefully he does a little something for me this week. Get me over that hump, bro. All right. So Elijah Mitchell also, uh, that is, this is dependent on Christian McCaffrey, um, dealing with that injury. And of course now the reports come out, this is after I have put out this, uh, episode yesterday of the waiver wire pickups, the news comes out that he's more likely going to give it a go on Monday, which it's a bad idea in my eyes. Uh, but hey, I'm not the owner of the Christian McCaffrey owners out there. So the they're very happy, I'm sure, because they they know that he will get points. But the, here's the issue. We're rolling into pretty deep in the season now. And uh, they used the hell out of him as a 49er, you know. So how much beating is he going to be able to take? I'd say take that, take that week off, bro. Take that week off, get the relaxation, and let me win. Because <laughs> I have Elijah Mitchell, guys, in a lot of my leagues. I'm sure a lot of you do as well. Uh, so um, let's hope for him to give it a go on Monday night and rest Christian McCaffrey. And then there's Kareem Hunt. Hopefully you were able to grab him. He was nowhere in none of my leagues that I saw, but I do see the percentage ownership in Yahoo. I'm not, sorry, not Yahoo, ESPN. Uh, the availability is still pretty high. I think it was over 30%, so that's still pretty high for a Kareem Hunt, especially given that they're going to dump the ball out of the backfield probably more often than not. Um, so that does hurt Jerome Ford owners out there. So if you did get Kareem Hunt, that is a great sign this morning. Tajay Spears, like I said, they're probably gonna fade Derrick Henry as we move along. Tajay Spears a little quicker, uh, can catch the ball out of the backfield, and he's gonna he's gonna just juke in and out. It's not like the Derrick Henry where he's gonna just move forward, stiff arm you, keep going, you know. So they are still gonna have Derrick Henry, but I think they're gonna just showcase him probably just to give him for a trade, right? I'm thinking more of a trade, guys, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have Derrick Henry, he'll probably be moved here soon. Jordan Mason for the 14 to 16, that is, again, dependent on Christian McCaffrey if he's going to give it a go. So I don't know if I want to hold on to Jordan Mason at this point, given the probability is that Christian McCaffrey will give it a go this week uh on Monday night football. So uh how about Zeke Elliott? Uh he still look like he has some right he still look like he got some. So I believe that Zico Elliott since Ramon Stevenson is dealing with injury, yeah, he could still get you in the end zone, plot, plot you about five to six yards that you need. He's not, gonna, he's not gonna wow you with a 20 plus yarder, uh break a tackle run. He's just not gonna do that. That's not him anymore ladies and gentlemen, but he will get you the end zone, and he'll scoop up them damn uh, flakes up, you know what I mean, and he'll keep it going. So if you got Ezekiel Elliott this morning, it's all right, you know, to do worse, all right? So wide receivers out here, you know I've been stressing this, man. Uh, from day one, I believe that that Patrick Mahomes is working more and more and more in the offense, and um, somebody's going to have to eventually take over that uh, pass catcher Um, role there in Kansas City so I'm hoping that a lot of you were able to get Rasheed Rice on your roster this morning because that is a great pickup number one on that list number two was Jamison Williams I don't know why Jamison Williams is in the leagues out there he wasn't he was in the one that I was able to snatch him up a couple of weeks ago you have to grab him especially with a Monroe dealing with injuries here and there Uh, Jared Goff throwing the ball the way he's throwing the ball Again, Jared Goff looking like a top five fantasy quarterback. Believe it or not, a lot of you out there probably do not believe it, but just go out there and look at the stats for a one Jared Goff. All right, how about Wondell Robinson? Somebody needs to pick up the ball here because Darren Waller just is not doing it. A lot of us out there who have Darren Waller are wondering what the hell he's seeing out there. What is he doing uh, a lot of the time because he's just not doing that. All right, and so Wandell Robinson, I think he's going to have to pick up the ball uh, here as we go along in the season for either uh, Daniel Jones or for Tyrod Taylor. And at this moment, it's Tyrod Taylor under center. So let's look for Wandell Robinson to continue picking up his pace in this offense. Of course, Raheem Shaheed, this guy can actually creep his way up to the 10 and 12, but right now I have him in the 14 to 16 Uh I will surprise you here in a little bit when I throw out the Thursday night preview on the stats between these pass catchers in the New Orleans Saints uh, um, sidelines here. So uh, look out for Raheem Shaheed. If you were able to grab him, good job. Juwan Jennings. This is this is this is a great. Uh, hold if you're able to hold him with no cost to uh, damage to your roster for the week, because if the De- Debo Samuel does not give it a go, ladies and gentlemen, Juwan Jennings will be the beneficiary of that because IU you can only take so much pressure uh, and have double teams his way. And as well as George Kittle. So somebody's gonna have to step up here and uh, help out Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy just looked like he fell Asleep This past weekend's contest. So I look for Kyle Shanahan to wake his ass up and get him going. And uh, I believe Jawan Jennings will benefit from that if if Debo Samuel does sit. And again, see, this is why Monday night is is uh, one of those stressors that especially at this time of the year. Uh, when you're trying to win your leagues, when you may be behind, such as myself. And I do have Debo in one of my 14 uh, teamers, and I would love for him to be out there, and I would love it to be a guarantee for myself. But it just looks like it's one of those toss-ups, just like the Christian McCaffrey. But I believe more in Christian McCaffrey giving it a go than I do at Debo Samuel at this point. All right, let's hit the tight ends real fast. I got Gerald Everett. Uh, getting uh, the the attention more and more from Justin Herbert as we go along here. Even though Donald Parham has been the one carrying the touchdown side of things for these tight ends, it's more and more the Gerald Everett. I feel he's quicker and faster than Donald Parham. Donald Parham does have the size, though, in the end zone, and that is where uh, that might uh, you know dent the side of Everett there, but not too much. How about Michael Mayer picking it up? my Notre Dame uh tight ends uh of course being a fan of Notre Dame I see Michael Mayer the big body picking it up more and more as the weeks go along as long as Josh McDaniels does not shit the bed with this playbook calling I hate watching this offense guys it just it's just so just bland watching the Las Vegas Raiders they need some kind of trickery to go along with Devontae Adams that would be great and Jacoby Myers that would be awesome to run him out of the backfield a little more so uh, if you were able to get Michael Mayer, that's good. As the weeks go along, how about Luke Musgrave? Number three actually be that can be the number one. Uh, you know, you know. If you've been listening to the Fantasy Football Exchange podcast since day one, I have been telling you that I am all about a one um, Luke Musgrave. Exactly. All right. So hopefully you're able to grab uh, Musgrave. the waivers this morning and then for the 14 to 16 and beyond Granson from the Indianapolis Colts I like what I've been seeing from him of course Minshew is going to take over here for the foreseeable uh season future here and so I believe he's going to look that direction because that's the security blanket and when they get the quarterbacks get in trouble or they panic or they get out of the pocket that is exactly where they're looking so Granson will be the beneficiary as we go along in the Indianapolis Colts offense All right, Greg Dulcich, this guy will slowly creep back up to the 10 to 12. But at this moment, as he returns from his IR injury, I believe that he is in the 14 to 16 realm for about two weeks, two to three weeks, I see. Then here we go. He'll go right back up because Russell Wilson will slowly look more and more his direction as he gets more healthy and picks up the football shape along in this offense. So look for Greg Dulcich to pick up his game. All right, guys. This is where we are going to visit the uh, injury report, Uh, something quick and fast. Yes, I have to do it. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to kick it off with, like I said, uh, on the quarterback's front. Anthony Richardson will be gone for the season here. Uh, Everyone else, Trevor Lawrence, of course, still we're, we're waiting word. I believe he will give it a go. Even if he's out there, I don't trust him. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and we'll visit that later on. Uh, in the stardom and sit him of the Thursday night preview. Uh, stick with me there. Derek Carr as well, uh, you know, for the Thursday night game, dealing with that shoulder and chest. He locks a full practice yesterday, but we're going to still wait word on him. Either way, I believe he'll give it a, a go and he'll be a QB2 uh, play around Thursday night. All right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to hit up the uh, running backs real fast. And it looks like uh, Travis Homer. Uh, we'll be back here in week seven after that hamstring uh, pull. So look for him to be back. Roshan Johnson uh, continues to be in that concussion protocol. It must have been a bad concussion for Roshan Johnson. At this point, I thought he'd have been back. Uh, so he is definitely in question for week seven, ladies and gentlemen. Kyron Williams is expected, of course, we all know this, expected to miss multiple games here. So again, if you were able to grab a Zach... Uh, Evans uh, off the waiver wires this morning congratulations there in this Sean McVay offense looks like they released Kenyon Drake uh, from the Ravens practice squad so uh, the 29 year old has been in the game for a while you've seen Kenyon Drake play in a number of teams from the Cardinals to the Raiders to the I believe the Dolphins He's been around the block here in the NFL, and they have finally released him from the Ravens practice squad. But I still believe he'll end up somewhere here in the future. All right, so we have Daryl Henderson. How many of us remember Daryl Henderson? Uh, His name was always involved with the Rams uh, monkey wrench in something uh, when it came to putting one of these running backs out on a Sunday and he is doing it again to us guys he is doing it to us again because he has signed with the Rams practice squad so we will be seeing Daryl Henderson out here very soon in the reports and so please do not rush out and grab Daryl Henderson yet all right. That looks like we're gonna wrap up the running backs uh side of the injuries. Uh how about uh we'll visit the wide receivers and we'll just we'll just get that out of the way. There shouldn't be much news out of that front. Oh, it looks like we got Quez Watkins uh on my sheet here placed on injured reserve for the Philadelphia Eagles. I guess that is why they signed uh if you have not heard by now, um the signing of Julio Jones yeah he's been he's yeah he's out here he's trying to get that ring guys I think he's he's just hopping a team that he thinks he can get a ring because I don't see much coming from Julio Jones anymore in this career as great of a career he's had a hall of fame type of career we all know from uh, Julio Jones but just not anymore Um, now with the Philadelphia Eagles All right, that looks like we're going to wrap up everything for the wide receivers. Let's go ahead and let's hit up the tight ends and let's see what we have visiting for them uh, in the injury sections. All right, looks like Jake Ferguson. Nothing happening for him. Dalton Kincaid remains in concussion protocol still as of this moment, uh, but I still I still believe he'll be out there uh, once the Sunday kickoff for Week Seven is it comes upon us. And again, like I mentioned, Kylan Grantson is in the concussion protocol. Uh, I still have him as a pickup in the waiver wire section because, again, I believe uh, down the stretch, Gardner Minshew will be needing someone to throw the ball in, in rough situations. And uh, at the moment, yes, Kylan Grantson is in the concussion protocol, but he will uh, be able to benefit here in the later portions of the season with uh, Minshew under center. And then Pat Fryer moves again, like I say, he's gonna uh during a couple uh y- yesterday's show on the injury front, I, I mentioned that Pat Fryer moves is gonna give it a go for week seven, so that's good uh to help elevate the uh Pittsburgh Steelers offense uh going forward. Okay, all right, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna kick it off with the Thursday night preview. This is what I'm looking forward to. This is a Jags at the New Orleans Saints, Caesars Dome there in New Orleans. That is a 8.15 Eastern time kickoff, 7.15 Central time for us out here in the Midwest. And in Texas, we all are waiting for that game tomorrow, uh, some football to kick off. So let's just dive into tomorrow's stardom and sit them between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints. All right, let's go ahead and let's visit the uh, quarterback section of the game and let's talk about Trevor Lawrence and that's if he gives it a go. I still don't want to roll with Trevor Lawrence tomorrow because I don't know, man. I just, I think with the injury, it's a little trickery. Chick, uh, excuse me, uh, tongue twister there. A little tricky uh, between uh, his injury and just plotting him out there, hoping that he does throw us some touchdowns. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sit Trevor Lawrence tomorrow against the New Orleans Saints. Again, he's had uh, 20 Uh, pat two thousand. I'm sorry, two hundred and ten pass attempts. One hundred and forty-one of those have been caught by his receivers. He has thousand four hundred thirty-nine yards on the season. Seven TDs, three INTs, three fumbles. He's rushed the ball for thirty-three yards for one hundred forty-seven of those. Um, sorry, he's rushed the ball thirty-three for one hundred forty-seven yards for one hundred twenty-one points on our rosters, half point PPR in the ESPN format. If you're able to have uh, Trevor Lawrence on your roster, I just wouldn't I wouldn't start him this upcoming week's contest. But going forward, yes. All right, how about Derek Carr? Of course, dealing with that shoulder injury, but I still going to give Derek Carr a go. Uh, he has 200 attempts on the season, 130 of those caught by his receivers. He has 1,299 yards. He has five TDs, three INTs, one fumble out in the field. Rushed the ball eleven yard or eleven times for seven yards, and it's got you about eighty four on the total for the season, pointage wise, out there. So yeah, I'm rolling with Derek Carr tomorrow have to throw a couple of more of those TDs and add to his yardage. So uh, let's roll with Derek Carr tomorrow uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Even though the Jaguars defense has been looking solid, but again, so has the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints should be doing the same tomorrow evening. All right, for the running backs uh, section of that uh, game, we're going to go ahead and we're going to visit the Jacksonville Jaguars. Travis Etienne, yes, give me him uh, for the contest and for some of the DraftKings Sportsbook prop bets. Uh, Give me Travis Etienne for 113 touches, 451 yards, five touchdowns on the season, Uh, targeted 21 times out of the backfield for 172 yards no touchdowns though in the air but does have you 173 points as of this week half point ppr espn format so great job by travis etn owners i was unable to grab him in any of the leagues this year uh, but great job for you etn owners um, out there with him today All right, how about Tank Bigsby? Now, this is a DFS uh, play here. I believe that uh, Tank Bigsby can get you some kind of of yardage if you're in a um, 16-plus team-size league. That's pretty rough out there if you have to play Tank Bigsby at that point, but he does produce either way. And so he's touched the ball 18 times for 43 yards on the season, two touchdowns been targeted one for six yards no touchdowns in the air but does have you 25 on your roster if you're in a deep league again that is not somebody i'm going to roll with but again if it's a dfs play or a 16 and beyond league because we all know that these running backs have hurt us so a lot of us are stuck playing uh in those positions there so i i wouldn't be mad at you if you play tank bigsby in a deep format all right, on to the New Orleans Saints. We already know Alvin Kamara, but I'm going to do it anyway. We're going to roll with Alvin Kamara, give us that money. Touch the ball 52 times since he's been back for a buck 99. One touchdown, been targeted 3 uh 23 times out of the backfield, 86 yards out of that. No touchdowns in the air, which is very surprising for an Alvin Kamara. We all know that, but it is coming. He has 84 on your roster, half point format for you Alvin Kamara out there all right how about Kendra Miller uh to spell Alvin Kamara of some of the workload in the backfield so this is this is more of a 14 teamer a flex position for Kendra Miller I do like what I see from the youngster he's been touching the ball 24 times for 73 yards only zero touchdowns those will be coming targeted seven out of the backfields for 71 yards, no touchdowns in the air, but does have 33 on the season. Uh, so bigger things in the works for Kendra Miller. Again, Jamal Williams will be coming back into the fold. So now there will be a three-headed Munster back there uh, in the New Orleans Saints backfield in the near future. So uh, again, that will be Alvin Kamara, Kendra Miller, and Jamal Williams. But at this present moment, I'm rolling with uh, Kamara, of course, and Kendra Miller this weekend. All right, on the wide receivers, front of everything, how about Calvin Ridley for the Jacksonville Jaguars? We're going to go ahead. We're going to definitely roll with Calvin Ridley this weekend, even though he'll probably be matched up on the other side with Marshawn Lattimore. Uh does not matter. Uh, he's been targeted 44 times, caught 26 of those for 363 yards Two TDs on the season. Rushed the ball three times out of the backfield for 10 yards. No touchdowns on the ground. Ends up with 79 on your roster. Now, that's still great for Calvin Ridley owners out there. All right. How about Christian Kirk? Uh, another big big body receiver very quick been targeted 49 caught 33 of those for 384 two tds rushed the ball one for six out of the backfield no touchdowns on the ground but does have 87 on your roster so great job for you christian kirk owners out there and yes i am rolling with him this weekend or this week i'm sorry this thursday night game Uh, not so much for zay jones especially since he's questionable i doubt that he gives it a go He's like he's been targeted 18 for eight, uh 78 yards, two TDs, rush the ball for no yardage in the backfield with a twenty-eight pointer in your roster. That is not good news. So do not roll with a Zay Jones if he gets a go this Sunday or this Thursday. Uh please bench him. Now I will give you a sixteen plus here to look for if you Need to put someone in your lineup, uh, or you want to maybe take a dart throw in a daily fantasy contest here. How about Jamal Agnew? Look for him in deep leagues. And uh, if you need a roll with somebody deep down there, let's go with Jamal Agnew. All right. So let's go ahead and let's visit the New Orleans Saints side. Uh, Chris Alave. Yeah, that's that that wide receiver, too, I'm talking about out there. If you got him, definitely put him in your lineup this Thursday. Been targeted 53, caught 32 of those for 414. One TD, has not rushed the ball out of the backfield, but does have 81 on the roster. So, hell yeah, give me Chris Olave each and every time. All right, on the other side, Michael Thomas, yep. Yeah. I'm rolling with Michael Thomas as well. Uh, targeted 47, caught 31 of those for 329. Zero TDs, has not rushed the ball out of the backfield, of course, for 64 only on our rosters. But I am looking for him to get the the uh, pace picking up here and get more and more targets as the weeks go along and as Derek Carr gets healthier in this offense. All right, again, as I mentioned in our waiver wire segment prior to this uh Thursday night preview I did mention Rashid Shaheed of course in a 12 to 14 only but he is creeping up the rankings here uh each and every week but at this moment I have him in a 12 to four, 12 to 14 size league he's been targeted 27 for 16 caught 298 two touchdowns five rushes for 29 out of the backfield for 110 on your roster okay and like I mentioned at the beginning of the show I said you'd be surprised out of the pass catchers for the New Orleans Saints who has the bigger stats uh at you know at this present moment and it would be a one Rahid Shahid that seems like someone who Derek Carr likes to look in his direction uh and again he's quick and so he flies down the field, and that's that's what's going to pick you up those extra yardage, and that's what's going to get you those extra points, right, in a half-point format. So let's roll with a Rahid Shahid this Thursday night. All right, for the tight ends, very simple, very quick. Evan Ingram targeted 44 for 36 caught three Oh one, no touchdowns on the season has not rushed the ball either for only 66 yards. I'm sorry, 66 points <clears throat> in a half point format. Um, so I am going to go ahead and I am going to roll with a Evan Ingram. Cause they're going to need the help this Thursday night, especially if Trevor Lawrence sits, look for Ingram to have a bigger role. Uh, someone who the quarterback is going to look for often uh, this Thursday night game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, how about Taysom Hill? That I listen in the New Orleans Saints uh, tight end room. There is not much to offer. I definitely wouldn't roll with Jimmy Graham. That is a desperation move. Uh, that is a gambling bet only move for myself. So. I'm speaking totally on my end that out of advice, what I would go with, and I am not rolling with nobody in this New Orleans Saints tight end room. All right. And I know a lot of you might run out there and grab you a Taysom Hill just because, all right, that might be something you want to do. I wouldn't be mad at you if you want to go that route but I also don't want to do it because I like consistency, uh, for points. So, uh, Taysom Hill, I am not rolling with, he's been targeted 14, caught 11 of those for 65 yards. No, no TDs, uh, rushed the ball 24 for 122. That is the promising end of everything because they use him as a, as a scat back as well. So, uh, has forty one on your roster at this moment. If you do have Taysom Hill, so again, I'm not rolling with Taysom Hill uh, this Thursday night. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go straight into the Thursday night three pick parlay, ladies and gentlemen. This is the exciting part of my show. I love it. I love this part. It's about uh, family and friends this is about bragging rights between me and my buddies at work this is cooler talk you know what i'm saying so uh what did i get right what did they get wrong and we put our money where our mouth is uh between us men out there so uh to you ladies and gentlemen out there let's roll and let's talk about this thursday night sports book three pick parlay from DraftKings sports book All right. So let's kick it off with the uh three-pick parlay, ladies and gentlemen here, and let I'm going to go ahead and give you uh straight out New Orleans money line. I believe that the New Orleans Saints are going to go ahead and they're going to they're going to win this game and that is for a minus 120, ladies and gentlemen. All right. The next pick would involve Travis Etienne All right. And that is for the plus 100 uh, anytime touchdown. Um, I believe he's going to get in the end zone. They're going to use him heavily uh, this Thursday night. So I'm looking for Travis Etienne to get into the end zone. All right. This one involves Alvin Kamara. He needs to stay under the 52.5 rushing yards. Again, that is the Under for Alvin Kamara, 52 and a half rushing yards. And that is for a minus 140. And altogether, uh, this brings the total for the three pick parlay on DraftKings to a plus 900. And if you throw in $5 today in DraftKings Sportsbook before tomorrow's game, $5 will pay you out $50, ladies and gentlemen. $50 out there. That is a 10 times our investment. Am I right? (laughs) 10 times 5 is 50, ladies and gentlemen. And that is exactly what you will get if you put 5 only. Put 5 on it today at DraftKings Sportsbook for a $50 payout. All right, that has, this has been an exciting episode for myself. I hope you enjoyed spending your afternoon, your morning, or wherever you have me playing uh, today. I enjoy being a part of your day. So thank you again for having Fantasy Football Exchange, uh, giving you these uh, win-ems, these sit-ems, these uh, stardoms, and these gambling um these predictions i appreciate it thank you very very much um and i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna leave you today uh with with that so i am out ladies and gentlemen hello you play to win the game you don't play to just play it